We all got skills. We have talents and we have passions. But mine, mine happens to be sex. <laughs> this is the Fun Sexual Podcast with your oversharing swinky best friend, Majesty. And I'm talking sex and all of the ways and all of the things that make sex, well, fun. Welcome back, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Fun Sexual Podcast. It is me, your girl, Majesty. My friends call me Maj. The good boys and girls call me Mistress Majesty. But I also go by the wholesome hoe, the sexy sweetheart, a fistful of fun, the chocolate Velma, and the cultivator of good vibes. And if you happen to be watching what you should be watching on YouTube, I have two beautiful guests here. And I am going to let my guests introduce themselves. What's up? Hello, hello. Hello. We are Amir and Basira of Both Sides of the Bed podcast. Happy to be here, my. So I'm happy, happy to have you on the I, I mean, couch. That, I feel like that was all planned. You came out with all these AKAs. I'm going to need to give me some AKAs. You have, eventually, you just got to just just throw into the AKA thing. I feel like I'm good with Basira. Come on now, juice it up. I don't know. I feel like Basira's juicy. The bald baddie. The bald baddie. Ooh, we love alliteration. <laughs> Basira, the bald baddie. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my name is Basira, a.k.a. the bald baddie. Oh! Up in this bitch. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I am super excited to have them on this couch right now because um, now that I'm doing guest episodes and now that I'm having guests, I finally had my mom on an episode. That's, oh, nice. So that's really exciting. But Basira, y'all, is actually my cousin. But not like my cousin. Like, that's really my, like, my cousin cousin. Blood relative. You know? So somewhere down the line, I don't know if it was your mama, my mama, my mama's mama. So one of them is nasty. And they need to, they need to come out yeah. and just say it. It's, it's somebody. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure it comes from definitely our, mo- our I guess your grandma, my aunt. Okay, you think? I think so. so. <laughs> I do. I do. I I'm know some stuff to. that we won't say online. We could talk offline. But yeah, between my mom and her, I, th- I think, I think they're too? a freak. My mom was a freak. Really? I know it. Wow. I remember when I was younger, she had this, she had a whole dresser dresser dedicated to lingerie. Oh. And we used to just like play in all of her clothes and we would play in her lingerie. And she had these like fuzzy heels. And I was like, mommy, what are those? She's like, those are bedroom slippers. When you get a man, you're going to buy those. Yeah, okay. Like, oh, I have yet to buy some bedroom slippers, mama, but we should find some you, fuzzy heels. You got to do it. You, you <laughs> absolutely got to do it. That is funny because I was actually thinking about talking to my mom. I can see my grandmother, your aunt, I can see her as like a dominatrix. Oh, yeah. I feel like she would love to like humiliate people who get paid Wait, for. who is this? Because I know some names. Who Who is this? Uh, what do you call her? Auntie Omi. Auntie Omi. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I could I could totally see her as a dominatrix and I want, I would like to pose that to her and just kind of get a feel yeah. of like where she would be, she would be extremely. She's intense. I could yes. totally see it. Yes. She yeah. whips people online for fun. Like, she might as well that's get paid for it. That's why I don't follow her on the Facebook. <laughs> I was like, you ain't going to be Yo. catching me out there. <laughs> Absolutely not. I remember growing up, she used to, like, I would be going out with my friends. I wouldn't wear anything like this at that age. But, like, it, it, like the smallest smidgen of, like, my collarbone was showing. She's like, you got to pull that up. And my friends used to be like, yeah, let me, let me not come around her like this. <laughs> I don't know if your um, followers know, but they're Muslim. Yes. Like, our family is, they come from just that Muslim mm-hmm. religion. And... I remember when you first like started posting about it, I was like, what the fuck is your mom <laughs> saying about this? Like, what is happening? It was it was like a it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. amongst uh, me and Sam. Mm-hmm. We're just like, how does this work? And it was just, it was really beautiful to see just the transparency and just like you being like coming into your womanhood and mm-hmm. just you know not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's really dope. At the, at some point, you just be like, like what you gonna? Y'all don't pay my bills. <laughs> like, y'all don't pay my bills. So what are you gonna? We gonna do? Put me on punishment? Okay. Yeah. Like you can't do nothing to me at a certain point. And maybe that's not the right mindset to have. But like y'all can't do shit to me. So I feel it though. Once okay. I'm done getting the beatings, it's over. I can do what I want. Good times. <laughs> look look at you now. We'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. Full so circle. Before we even do that, um, uh, pronouns. How do you guys identify? Who are you guys to each other? Okay. My name is Basira, aka the bald. What is it? The bald body. Bald baddie. And um, my pronouns are she, her. I identify as bisexual and a uh, bad bitch. And this is my this is my man. This is my fiance. This is my dom. My Amir? daddy. <laughs> Amir. Oh yeah, I got Mr. A now. What you think about Mr. A? Mr. A. Yeah, I'm trying that one off for science. Um, I think it can. I think it can go. I yeah. think it can go. So my set sounds like a villain, it, which it I does. like. Yeah. But it's it's cool. I know I know a Mr. L. So you know I, I think it, I think it can fly. Well, he's been put that um, out there for a feeling. He's been feeling Doctor Strange, and I think that's fucking hilarious. That's when an I AKA. get in that zone, yeah. Okay, AKA Doctor Strange. No, yeah. Mr. A. No. Wait. You want to be Doctor Strange? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's AKA. what he's Oh, fuck. Okay. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> my name's Amir, AKA Mr. A, AKA A. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the building. We'll take it. We will take it. <laughs> I'll work on that. Question for you. (laughs) When did you come into your bisexuality? Like, when did you realize that part of yourself? Uh, I realized it when I was 20. Okay. Um, I was actually working at a leadership camp, and I was, like, (laughs) I was filling up these balloons, like, water balloons for, like, the camp with this girl. I just looked at her, and I was like, can I I kiss you? And she was just really thrown off, and so was I, actually. And, um, yeah, just from there, it just went from kissing to more stuff, and it was just amazing little summer we had. Um, but that's when I like really fully acted on it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always something that I knew. Like it's, um, I always like, I always, I always say the story that I would have these conversations with my friends, mm-hmm. like specifically my one friend who ended up coming out as bi like years, years later, like probably around the same time I did. Okay. But when we were younger, we would have these conversations just like talking about boys and we'd like talk about girls, but in a way of just like, oh my God, yeah, she's so pretty. And I just thought uh, like, all girls think out all girls are pretty. <laughs> and like, yeah, but I, I just had these like really gay conversations thinking I'm straight, talking to someone who's straight, thinking this conversation is straight. But really, we were gay as fuck. And <laughs> didn't know the terminology. Yeah. Didn't know so what it was you were always feeling, there, yeah. but I just thought because like I had conversations with other people who I assumed and thought were straight, mm-hmm. I thought that I was as well because these were just straight thoughts that I was having. So um, I think that if I or one of us um, knew that about ourselves and was just like kind of communicating that in a way, that we'd be able to come to that conclusion faster. Got you. Yeah. And for you, is that any bit of like intimidating for you being with a woman that also likes women and men? Not at all. For some people, I've definitely, few, but for some people, I've definitely heard men say like, yo, it's not for them because they feel like they could lose their woman to another woman. I'm like, shit. It never crossed my mind. I assumed that every man would be completely fine with women. Like maybe men would be another thing, but women, I just thought of. Course. But some yeah. people have that, especially like monogamy teaches people like that ownership over person. So they feel like, you know, this is yeah. mine. And so 
you know, yes, it's hot if she has sex with a woman, but what if she actually starts like really catching feelings for his this woman? mom? Like, asked that <laughs> yeah. when um because you know she started she was watching the podcast and so she knows and I think I've told her prior to this as well and she like comes up to me and she was like you know how do you know you're not gonna change your perspective and I'm like mom what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and she's like you know how do you know you're not gonna like switch and want to be with a woman and I'm just I just had to like explain that it's that's not one I I realized I don't. As far as my life partner, I prefer to be with a man, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't make me straight. It just <laughs> means that I prefer for my life partner to be with a ma- to be a man, and um, because it, it gives a different type of balance mm-hmm. that that I get when I'm with a woman. Absolutely. And I think the capacity that I have women in my life now, it's just it's perfect for me. It, it fulfills me in a way. But yeah, that's just it's not a. I don't know. I never understood why people thought that way. And also comfortable. Monogamy teaches people these disgusting ideas about, like, just relationships and people. Not to be a monogamous is great and all the things or whatever the fuck. But like it, it, there's so much like toxicity that's taught. Yeah. In monogamy yeah. That like just has to go out the window when you just open your mind just a little bit and just see things from a different perspective. I think it like, you know. Yeah. It could be a little, a little healthier. But. but, but I think also just doing the work in your relationship and making sure that you're rock sl- solid before venturing out and having other people involved. Mm-hmm. I just feel so confident in how good we are. Like I know, without a doubt, you know, we gonna be together for like we getting married. We, we doing coming the kids. home together. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think at the very most, if she found someone who just did it for her on the same level as me then we would figure out how to make that work within what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know it would Yeah, be but like what we're doing isn't going to stop for that. That just uh, doesn't make sense, at I least for that. our relationship. Yeah. I love that. Um, so for your relationship, I know you guys are in an open relationship, but like what open is a very broad term. So like what specifically, how how does your open relationship work? What other terminologies or vocabulary can you put towards that? Just so that other people can kind of understand the dynamic between you two. Well, first, I, I love the broadness of open. I think it allows us to just have that freedom mm-hmm. of figuring it out and switching and changing and maybe this week will be one thing and next week it'll be another. Um, so I personally love how broad and vague it is. So I personally am not the biggest of labelers. Well, I would say from... Even not labeling, just explain explaining what open is for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for our, from, from the most basic version of it is we invite partners into the bedroom at the most simplistic version. That's how we started. Mm-hmm. So we just knew it was going to be a sexual thing. And so we would invite people over, have some fun, then go on about their business, and we go on about our business. But there was no continued follow-up. We didn't keep on having conversations that much with them throughout the weeks mm-hmm. um, and things like that. And so that was cool for a minute. Like, like we, we, like, we joke about having our whole phase for a while. I feel like we always going to be in our whole phase. I don't think yeah, it ever stops. I think the whole phase is just going to keep happening. <laughs> But it's we were, just different level. There's phases to the whole phase. It was like we were we were really on it, you know, about really exploring together, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. threesomes and just having other partners. So we went from that to us finding people within that that we really do vibe with, that we saw ourselves wanting to have more conversations with, hanging out with outside of the bedroom, you know, going to the park, going to birthday parties, doing coming things like that, going to the beach, going to, coming to our barbecue, being around our family. Yeah. Um, and so it's evolved now. We've been able to develop those relationships, and that's what we really enjoy. Yeah. And we found that it just helps enhance our sexual relationships with them as well. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it just builds a deeper connection and it creates a, a great bond with them, but also with us. It just kind of creates like 
this homey vibe between us where mm -hmm. we're able to just be friends and just and see someone hot in the street and just like, damn, that, did you see that ass? <laughs> yeah, I like that we can talk about it and not that she just admires them like a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, she has a beautiful ass. But like, no, she would like to eat that ass the same way I would like to eat that ass. Like, it's on the, yeah, yeah, it's different. I, I really love that. That is something that I aspire to have because I, too, believe that. I would like to have a lifelong hoe face. <laughs> like that is how, like even before we started recording, like I would love to have a wedding, get married and then have like a, a play party after, you know, wedding situation Yo, with the people that I love. We're going to have you coordinate our shit because we already know we're we going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's say I am the cultivator of good vibes. I could put some people together. Here's the thing though. Since we family, right, I would not do that for y'all. As much as I love y'all, <laughs> I would not do that because then in my mind, I would be wanting to invite like, you know, my people into your space. Even though I had a friend uh, recently when you, you had dropped uh, my bag off that I left at your house, mm -hmm. my friend who came out, she was like, who is that? Who is that bald headed black man? <laughs> I said, <laughs> and why isn't he at this play party? <laughs> I said, that's my cousin's fiance. She was like, oh, I want to fuck him. I said, oh. I saw the what? eyes. She gave me the eyes. Absolutely. I'm not surprised you told me that right now. It was that is, that is definitely That is definitely her stilo. I was like, girl, okay, you could figure that out on your own. But no, like, because I would, I'm still weird about, like, we had this conversation before. If you guys were at a play party together, like, if we were at a play party together, it wouldn't bother me that you were there. But setting something up, and then knowing that I would be like trying to like have my friends there because I like, you know, my friends are fucking amazing. It just wouldn't work for me. No, it's completely understandable. But I would come to the like before the after party, like the family reception. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'll turn yeah. it up there. But the after after party, I don't know if I could do that. That's completely fine. I don't know if I could do that, that. that way, y'all. But, but it's crazy that we've gotten to the point now where like having the having that night, like you know, that that cherished night after you get married, like it's you and your partner, how typically it's like that. Mm -hmm. We don't really need that. Actually, <laughs> we could just invite I've our seen people. You like, a lot. like, yeah, we yeah. good. We'll we'll save that for the for the honeymoon or whatever. But like, yeah, now nah, let's turn yeah. up with our with our partners and of. have fun. Like, that's what we want. I, and I think for me that the idea of that is like my kinky friends are also like my my friends' friends. Like, these yeah. are the people that I hang out with. I, I have very few vanilla friends at this point. Something happened with all my friendships during COVID. Like, they all kind of like, Pew. but I made a whole new like group of friends and. So, yeah, those are people that are going to be at my wedding, regardless. Those are yeah. going to be some of my, like, you know, if I did bridesmaids or something like that, like, that, that's who those people would be anyway. So how can I not include that part of, like, our friendship into my marriage and stuff like that? And hopefully knock on something, like, my nigga better be a hoe. Like, all I know <laughs> is that my nigga better be a fucking slur because, one, I love that shit and we're going to be doing that shit together. Like, that is the... Yeah, I tell him all the time goal. he's a hoe. And, 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 and he, you should be. He gets offended. No, you. I don't. I, don't I feel like because I'm not fully activated on my wholeness. This man so is I'm a like, hoe. He was how do born we a hoe. We gotta snap the glow stick like he's a hoe. I just feel like y'all been. I be chilling. No, I be chilling. We have been chilling and hoe them. Hold them. Love. I have listened to the podcast. You are a whore. Yo, you're thank not. You're you. not a whore. Whores get paid. You're a hoe. You're a hoe. It just accept it. We're like a badge of honor. A sexy So once we start getting paid for our podcast, talking about our whole shit, then I'll be a whore. You could be a whore then. Uh, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. But no, you're a hoe until you start getting paid. Um, knowing what you know about the fun sexual and the fun sexual podcast and me in general, what would you, how would you define the term fun sexual or what do you think fun sexual means? Prioritizing fun. Yeah. Prioritizing the fun period. Whatever the fuck I need to do to have fun in this moment, I'm going to do. Hey! Period. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And exploring play yes. and just, just being an adult. Yes. 
and being sexy, yes. but knowing that it is sexy to play and it is important to have fun. And it is so important to yeah. have fun. Sex loses the fun part of it all the time. We get so serious and yes, it's serious, but let let loosen up, have fun. And so we're gonna play a little game. Okay, already. Yes. yes. Let's do it. So I brought a bag of toys. Okay. And what we are gonna do? You are gonna be beat red after this, um, in the best way. Okay. Um, we're gonna get real vulgar. Okay. We're gonna loosen like it up. beat like the vegetable, or like you're gonna beat me. I'm not gonna beat you. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to, you know what I'm saying? Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna play a game, and we're gonna we're gonna get vulgar. So I'm gonna pull out a couple toys, and if you know what it is, you're gonna you know say what it's called. But also, you're gonna give me a quick, I don't know, thirty second scenario of how you would use it, how you would want it used, how you want it used on you, maybe how you've used it in the past. Okay. I like okay. That. Yeah. Well, you're gonna get vulgar. All the curses. Okay. All the nasty descriptive words. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready? ready. Hold on. Just... Ready. Like we talked about when you came on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Just vulgar. Yes. I, I'll do it. I'll figure the fuck out. But it's, it. it's just stare into his eyes That's in it. the depths of his yes. soul and just get right. Your whole soul. Yeah, just imagine the red light is on right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wish the red go. light was on right now. Are we ready? Yes. yes. We're going to start here. Who goes first? Either Whoever wants to take it. The crop. Mm-hmm. Crop is used for beating asses, beating many body parts, actually. Mm -hmm. I like to use the crop early on in impact sessions to warm up the body mm -hmm. to the feeling of getting hit. Because I like it, it's real quick movements. Mm -hmm. So I only, I only have to use my wrists. I can make a lot of taps. There's a lot of rhythm. So it's almost like a drumstick. Warming up the blood, getting it going. I'm supposed to follow up this <laughs> yes. shit. I can add intensity. <laughs> I can. Oh, I really like going to the nipples. Mm -hmm. And breast, I can get up there too without causing damage because you know you always want to be safe. I we like can do that. Take it and just like do a little rubbing on the nipples. Yeah, you can I like do a light pat that. on my clitoris with that. Mm -hmm. And then I like to top it yeah. off with tapping on the pussy. Ooh. Yeah. That's my new shit. I like smacking pussy. All right. Yeah. Okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get another toy out of the toy bag. Let me see where we want to go next. I'll let you take this one, Basila. I forgot what the fuck it's called, but oh, a pinwheel. Mm -hmm. I love the pinwheel. A Wartenberg wheel. A what? Wartenberg. A Wartenberg. Wartenberg. Mm -hmm. Never Wartenberg. heard of that. I call it the pinwheel. Mm -hmm. I think I'm still correct. Yes. Um, what I like about the pinwheel, I love it because it gives really like spicy sensation. I love it on my breast, like circling my nipple and then going down like towards my vagina, but not touching, outskirting towards mm -hmm. my thighs, coming back up. It's one it's of my favorite ones, actually. Really? Yeah. Have you incorporated any electro play with the Wartenberg wheel? Not Have yet. Into electro That's play? next. That's no. nice. Yes. I want to do fire and electro, but I think I'm going to start with electro. Woo, baby. I love it. I love it. Here we go. Either one of you can take this. Double-ended. Bullet vibrator Bullet situation. Vibrator. Okay. I thought it was one of those, like, ass pumps. Oh, no, no. It doesn't inflate. They just both vibrate. They just have different textures. Okay. I haven't seen that one before. I haven't either, but I think what I would like, selfishly, actually, because <laughs> I was thinking like this inside me and inside someone else, but I kind of want them both inside me, one in one hole, one in the other, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then just like as it's getting like a little crazy, just like a nice tug mm -hmm. on that cord, I guess. Does yeah, it seems wait, like a lot of question, fun. Does it come with a remote? It does not, which I thought was kind of crazy because the button is here, so now it's like I can't control it once it's inside. Which I think is a little crazy, but no, it didn't come with a remote. Yeah. I do like that. That seems like fun. The I haven't actually had a chance to use this yet, but my fantasy for this one, I had this desire to like have one in my pussy and have one in my partner's ass. And then like we just like masturbating. He's like jerking off and I'm like playing with my clit while we both have one of these inside of us. 
I just feel like we're like tethered to each that's other. Kind of no, fire. that's hot. That's, a, that's another like, level. Like on Avatar yeah. and shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're tethered to each other. Yeah. I don't know something about that. I was like, I what's need that to called? Do this one is by um, what is that company? Um, v for Vibes. It's called the I think it's called the Flora by V for Vibes. Flora by V for Vibes. Mm -hmm. Mental right. no. I haven't had a chance to use this one yet. And I'm like, why hasn't this happened that seems, for me? That seems fun. Right? Yeah, I, like I just want to be like crotch to crotch. Like, I don't know. I, haven't, I, I want to just see them doing their thing. Oh, we have one of those. Y'all have? I haven't yeah. used this one either. The because clitoral simulator? Yeah, so this part goes inside mm -hmm. of the vagina. And that one lays in front. And then you are supposed, you are able to also get fucked while you. Yeah, we yeah. Have, have you used it like we that? We have one, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, how so was it? we got the double, yeah. I it's like it best when I'm riding. Okay. Because when he's on top of me, like if we're in missionary, then he's pressing onto it. And it's okay. like going into me in a not so sexy way. Okay. So I like it when um, either like doggy style, so it's like not being moved, mm -hmm. like pressed on me or I'm riding. And it gives amazing sensation because it's inside mm -hmm. and outside. So he feels it when he's inside of me as well. It's amazing. I yeah. have not used this one yet because the one time that I tried to use it, I tried to use it with a dildo. And that dildo was so big and it was just it was just too much going on. I was yeah. like, yeah, we're, we're not we're not there yet. But. It might be too soft, too. I, like the, the texture of the dildo might be too soft. Like it might pull on it. Yeah. 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 I, it, it, the dildo didn't even get in. Once okay. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't think oh. I think I was trying to just try it because I had it and I wanted to try it, and not because I was actually aroused and wanted to like feel it. It was I don't know. Yeah, no, that one's fire. That one gets my dick extra hard. Yeah. I'm gonna be using that one. I'm gonna be trying to use that one soon. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, we have our own version of that. I love this shit. What I love is this? it. Glass dildo. And what do you do with said glass dildo? Fuck some holes with that. Yeah. Fuck some holes. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we have, it's like really, it's long and it has like two different sides. So it's like different okay. sensations. Yeah, one is twisted like that and the other is more of a handle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like the twisted. It's I like the glass because it feels so smooth going in. I feel like it hugs like the ridges of my vagina. It's just amazing. I have to be really aroused in order to use glass toys because they're so rigid. Mm -hmm. It's it, it can just be... Just too much sometimes. Yeah. Have you tried freezing it? No, we oh. should. Yeah, word. Temperature play. <laughs> Temperature play. <laughs> we, we have this joke because uh, right. neither, one of, neither one of us fuck with the cold. We still don't know how we still live in New York. We do not <laughs> fuck with cold. Like if um, one of our hands are cold and we touch like each other, we're basically elbowing each other in the face, <laughs> slapping each other. Like, why the fuck are you touching me? So um, I was like telling him, like, I, I think I was listening to somebody um, to podcast and we we're talking about temperature play, mm -hmm. like putting ice in your mouth mm -hmm. and spitting it out and like sucking some dick mm -hmm. and just, just something like, like that. So I mentioned it to him. And he's like, you ain't putting no ice on my butt. What the fuck are you talking about? No so anytime, like when it's uncalled for, we'll be like in the middle of a scene and he'll like touch me with his cold hands. And I'm like, whoa. And he's just like temperature play. <laughs> no. I am the same. I, I do not like cold. Yeah. If I know general. it's coming, yes, that sounds really fun. Cold, but I've realized that cold things in inside of my vagina it doesn't feel as cold i think because the vagina is so warm so hot, yeah. it doesn't feel as cold but the the thing that feels good is feeling it inside of you like warming up mm. even though mm. it's not ice it almost it, like feeling it warm up makes me think of like ice melting inside and it's just it's like a nice it's like really nice like sensation so yeah definitely recommend freezing the uh the glass dildo if that's you... a good dp torch that's my favorite dp really to use in which hole that's the ass really yeah from the back it's so rigid yeah, doggy Holding it, holding Not the handle. Not all the muscle rigid. Yeah, you gotta have but, that. I mean, if it's glass, it has to be rigid. It's a smooth side too. Yeah, we have one we that's a little smooth. Okay, okay. Yeah. But the rigid, yeah, and then yeah, ass up, just getting that going. That is with back shots. That combo is lovely. Okay. All right. 
I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Um, this is going to be the last one. This is an edible chocolate body paint. Ooh. Oh, wow. How would you use something like this? A body paint? It's ed- it comes with like a little brush in the kit. Um, and it's just like an edible chocolate. But it, t- it tastes like the chocolate that you put on like yellow cake. So good. It tastes mm. like the icing. I would surprise him. Mm-hmm. And I would paint myself first. Ooh. And I would paint like all the parts I want him to lick and suck a little extra. Ooh. And make it look really sexy. I'm an artist. I paint. <laughs> so it would be really, really fun. And I'll just be laid out on the bed. I'll try to, if I could figure out how to strap myself down to the bed, I would do that. <laughs> and I'll just be laying there. And when he's ready, done with work, he'll just arrive with my painting. Devoured. Yeah. Oh, yes. I would have you on your stomach. And I would start with your feet. I'll put some on your toes. But you're on your stomach still, but your feet out. Start with your toes and make a nice little happy trail up your thighs. Like a nice little dribbles of it, and it gets bigger and bigger as we get to your ass. And then when we get to your asshole, it'll be a nice amount for me to feed you. That sounds fun. Yum, yum. Y'all sounds creative. Delicious. Thank you. What kind of <laughs> things do y'all have in your, your toy bags? What kind of things out of the, like, regular bullets and things do y'all have in your toy bags? A lot of impact toys. Yeah. Yeah, I have a, I have a huge cane. Like the, like the set six or seven. You're into stick. caning? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that you were you were that a. I was surprised she liked that one. Yeah, okay. nice. yeah. This one, it's like st- it's like stick like a bunch of sticks stacked together. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, I like it a lot because like when you hit it, like they're kind of like impacting on each other as well, then onto you. So it's just really really intense. Yeah. A lot of impact. Yeah, a lot of impact toys, paddles. Um, I got this thing called a demon tail. The fuck is that? <laughs> it's, like, it's like this rubber. It's oh, like this rubber little no. thick rubber whip. Hell um, no. This one was actually made out of like tire rubber. I can I tell. Think I have, how is it about this long? Yeah, it's about that long. It has a nice little handle, and then it's like the the ends are cut like a like like a devil's uh, ears. It's or, or whatever. Awful. Yeah. I, he used awful it once good on or me. awful bad. Awful bad. He used <laughs> okay. it once on me, and I was like, no, you can use it on whomever else you like, not me, because yeah, he used like it. Red. One, he did it on Leo. <laughs> it makes you bleed though. While it does. still in the yeah. air, before it hit me, I said red. Like I could feel the air. <laughs> you like the first one though. You have no, me gas. No, you like the no, first one. That's a lie. I gave it a first shot. That's a lie. I promise that's you. That's a lie. And then you the second one, you realize you, you came no. to your senses. No, you came you to your senses. Me. That's a lie. He hit me first on my left ass cheek. Yes, I remember. And that shit marked, and I felt it welping up. And I'm pale, so that shit was red. And then he goes, "Well, we gotta make it even." First off. No, we Fuck don't. no. <laughs> and he's like, come on, you got to make it even. You got to make it even. So I'm like, okay, just not as hard. He's like, okay, I'll go lighter. Hurt worse. That's worse. And I still have the scars. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, never again. I don't like scars like that. Put that one away. No, that, no to that, the demon tail. Yeah. Hell no. He uses it on his other sub and whomever else will allow, but not me. How many subs do you have? Or one other. One other. Um... And so somebody posed a question I saw yes, like yesterday or one day this week or something on Instagram. They said, do you think that it's possible for someone to have submissives and to also be in a relationship outside of their BDSM dynamic? And With that same person? No, with, with someone outside of that. And as I, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask y'all that question first and then I'm going to. Like, is it possible to have a relationship with somebody then have a relationship with somebody? To have a, a, just a DS relationship that's not like a, the intimate uh, you know, relationship like your maybe your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, something like that. Yeah, I would say hundred percent, but it comes down to each of your partners. Like your main partner, it comes down to what they can handle mm-hmm. in terms of what you're going to be doing with that other person. Mm-hmm. If they good with it, then there shouldn't be any issues with that person. But then also, it comes down to what kind of sub you have too, and what they can handle. 
terms of how much attention? Do they need a lot of attention? Or do they prefer not having a lot of attention? Because mm-hmm. some of them get off on the fact that you have somebody else and you don't give them attention. Like, it's that mind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that mental degradation yeah. of, oh, you only reach out to me when you want to use me. And then you just put me back on the shelf kind of thing and go back to your life. So it really comes down to your submissive and what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, well, I guess I'm a little biased because we do it. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely possible. It just has to, I think a lot of communication goes into just like figuring out what everyone's boundaries and comfortabilities are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a trial and error. You just kind of had to figure it out. I remember one time I um, they had a scene and I was coming over mm-hmm. after and I was like, I was actually late. And I guess I'm always late. <laughs> so I guess he assumed that would be later. <laughs> but I was actually on time. So um, I come in and they had just finished. Like, they, when I say just finished, it's like as I was opening the door, like the cum was probably landing on her face. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was just like the energy was just very, not weird, but it was just very different. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they were like in subspace and they needed like extra care. And I've never seen him give aftercare to someone else. So I completely understood. Like, I've been there. I understand what's needed. Um, but it's just very different seeing your partner give that attention to someone else. Um, but it also was really kind of beautiful, like, witnessing him. Yes. That was awkward as fuck for me. I was kind of cool with that first time because I never had It was had awkward as shit. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Because my other sub, she never went to subspace before when we worked together. Okay. She's never went there with me, period. So it was my first time experiencing her go there. And like she said, like, literally... I'm coming as I hear the keys jingling in the door. <laughs> and she never had come on her face before. Like she was kind of against okay. come, but she wanted to try it. But she liked it. But she was in the middle of processing. Oh shit, he just came on my face. I like and now it. His fiance is walking yeah. the door. Yeah, so like we didn't have that time to debrief or anything. So okay. I just see her naked ass running to the bathroom. Yeah. But it was so much that she, in that moment she needed a hug yes. and like to be still. So I needed to honor that in the Absolutely. moment, but also honor my woman who's coming in the house. I, and also, I didn't out. know any of this. Yeah, like they're she not. What the fuck's going they on. didn't like say anything, so I have no fucking idea. Okay. So I didn't know until like after the fact. And you I'm didn't just know they like, were having a scene, or you? Didn't I didn't know they were having a scene. Okay. I didn't know she was in subspace. I didn't know absolutely anything until like a little bit after and I'm not dumb and like I kind of assumed but it was still like this is weird like <laughs> so what I, is happening do y'all need a minute like I could just go to my car I could go to yeah. a bodega real quick um so yeah just processing it was it was very interesting very awkward very weird but also very beautiful in a way it was yes. it was cool to witness him in that space because usually I'm just experiencing mm-hmm. and I would say just in venturing into whatever kind of open dynamics that you may have with your partners, leave some wiggle room for figuring shit out yes. that yeah. may come up. For sure. You need to you leave some, because you don't really know until you get into it what mm-hmm. might happen that might turn somebody And you may think or... you'll be completely fine with something, and then you're just like, yeah, do it. And you're just like, yeah, it. Like, yeah. And yeah. Fuck. I can't no, do it. Absolutely not. I can't do it. That was me. Yeah. I was talking shit about how I was going to be able to do anal the last time I did it. Like, I was trying to, I think I was trying to convince myself more than I was trying to convince anybody else. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to be good. I got this. I can relax. I can breathe. I've been practicing my breathing. And it was time and I was like, just hard. <laughs> hard. I can't do it. But to answer that question, I realized for me and for a lot of people that I know, because I've seen people in the relationships and in, in DS dynamics that are just like just a DS dynamic and that is it. Like we don't you know, do much outside of that. And I've seen them go real left, mm. real bad. I've seen, you know, subs that now want to be with this dom. And this dom is like, this was never what we agreed to kind of thing. So I've seen it, I've seen it go bad, but I realized for me 
that only works when my for me that would only work if my sub was somebody who was paying me because mm-hmm. for some reason when that fine like when the money is exchanged it turns it into like a job yes, and i can like se- like separate that those pieces so for me i think having if i wanted to maintain both it would have to be like i was doing i was being a professional dominatrix not just doing it just for fun so would you thing. consider that more than there'd be bottoming for you then no no cuz some subs are um Yes, they're bottoming for me, but I regular subs that still pay. Okay. That, you know, that are still clients. Are, okay. You know, I would consider it one of those type of situations. But I would need, for me to maintain that, I would need that 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 level of, that, that transaction. Because that's what, I don't know, for me, for when money is exchanged in, a, in just any relationship, it, it turns it into, I don't know, there's something about money that like turns, that gets me into more like focus mode, business mode. Like, you know, it's, it's not the emotion. It's not the, the feeling and stuff for me. So that's how I would be able to maintain that. Really quick, touching on what you said about main, always keeping some level of flexibility. I definitely 1,000% agree with that. 100% agree with that. My question for y'all is, what are some rules that y'all have, some like foundational rules that you have for your open relationship, um, you know, just to, to function? But you know, obviously it's going to have wiggle room, like you said, but what are some of the like foundational rules that you guys have set for your relationship? Uh, I would say a rule we didn't figure out that needed to be a rule really until it happened was like communicating like maybe certain acts that we know like it's okay it's on the table but we would prefer to be there Mm -hmm. if somebody's going to do that Mm. like to communicate that or if we can't if the other person can't be there you know sometimes things be flowing like what though so for her getting her getting uh strapped by somebody else yeah you need to be there for that I wanted to be there for that because that was a first time experience. Okay. Yeah, like um, first time experiences. Yeah, and I just like I'm cool with knowing that sometimes I may not be able to partake depending on what it is, mm-hmm. depending on the person. I'm cool. If I can't partake, I'd like to watch. <laughs> yeah. I have a strong <laughs> urge to watch. But if I can't watch, all right, cool. Then you gotta let me know though. Yes. You know, so there was a situation with one of our partners, and I love them. They're great. They, like they you know, nobody did anything wrong, but it was a situation where Pagan came up, and so it happened. And I think I wasn't cl- clear on how much I wanted that to be communicated if I'm not going to be there to let me know. And so, you know, they told me it happened, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you got to fuck with the staff on. Great. I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> no, nah, it's like, and it was like a slow build to the jealousy, and like, it, it was like, it grew. And then it wasn't until I saw them together and we chilling. I couldn't even enjoy myself for like the first half hour. <laughs> you had a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just like was yeah. salty as shit. Yeah, but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and I just like nah. I needed to know that one. I needed to okay. know that one. But yeah. but we learned through that and it was fine. And we now know. Yes. Yeah. Like even if, even if it was a matter of like yo, it's about to go down. I don't have time to call you. It's gonna fuck up the flow. I understand. Shoot me a message. Hey, this is about to happen. I want to still respect you enough to. This is about to happen. When you read it, you'll know it happened. Mm-hmm. But at least you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's all you need. So it really yeah. the communication. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love it. I always preface things on like my platforms and um, all of it to say tell people like don't come to me for relationship advice. <laughs> I will talk to you about sex. I will talk to you about kink all day. But when it comes to relationship. I can't give y'all relationship advice. I can give y'all what I've seen. I can ask my friends. I could ask my family, but I, I just can't help. So I am going to ask y'all some of the questions that I have been asked. <laughs> I've been giving bullshit. Sometimes I always give the like my answer, and then I'm like, but also, let me just say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, right, <laughs> so you can right. do with that <laughs> what you want to do. 
or you could like you know leave it alone. But mm. so I'm gonna ask y'all some of the questions that people have asked me. Okay. okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, when did y'all come into your like sexual freedom? You know, just being sexually expressive was that something that you were able to like voice to each other in first meeting? You mean together? Yes. Okay. When did y'all come into that? Did y'all come uh, into it together? Jump. Was it something that ex- that came out later? The jump. Even okay. before we met. Yeah. We was having a conversation. <laughs> Was it that same conversation that we had about my pops? It was a whole, yep. This yeah, was so one we had a whole, like, one, like, some, like, she really helped me with some <laughs> life shit. I was working through kid. some stuff. <laughs> yeah, she found out about my son. I was working through some stuff with my father. I was getting her advice on it. We did that whole thing. And then somehow the conversation just ventured into phone sex. I'm not the hey. most phone sexy person. I love phone sex. But she really? got into it. I was just like, sex. oh, you really? Okay. <laughs> right, let's fucking go. But from and, there, yeah. Yeah, just from there, it was like, okay, I already know what's about, where this is about to go. How do you then, like phone sex when you be so, like, bashful? Yo, I don't know. It just happens. I you guess because like, like, your eyes cover your I'm just, like, under it? my covers, just, like, doing what I need in the dark in my room. I can hang off at any moment. Um, my disconnect for the phone sex is because I can't see you. I just want to, like, I'm big the, on my eyes. That's the fun part about yeah. it. It's, like, the, the letting your imagination, yeah. like, So learning how to yeah, yeah. Just, just forget the visual part, like, you know, seeing and just go there in your mind. Yeah, men are more visual. Absolutely. I definitely understand that. Yo, you just made me remember a time when I was in high school having my first, like, phone sex experience with this guy. And so we would do this thing late night where he would, like, start telling a story. You know, he would tell the story for a few minutes or whatever, and then he would pass it to me, and then I would have to continue the story. Ooh, back a little and telephone. I was, like, 15. I didn't know what the fuck I was. I was barely <laughs> having sex. I definitely never came before. Like, it was, it was the most amateur shit. And I don't know why I was doing it at 15, but I just remember having that experience and being like, all right, so how do I describe these things that I've never done? Am I even being, am I even telling it right? Am I giving myself away too much? You just- I used to research. <laughs> I used to like watch porn and like listen to, I would go, I would literally do like phone sex hotlines. I was really into phone sex when I was younger. Yeah, it's hot. You wasn't, were you, were you on the loop? No, I know about loop the loop out here. I've loop. never heard. Yeah, of the loop. You don't know the loop? No. All right, so the loop used to be this like phone line thing that you could call into, and then you could set up like your own little voice box. And it, think of like Tinder for over the phone, though. <laughs> That's so like cute. you would hear different people's voicemails, and if it was like one, if you want to connect with them, or two, if you want to pass to the next person, and you could like do that thing. And then if you and two people like connected, y'all could like actually like talk on the phone through this like hotline thing. The loop used the to be. I never heard yeah. of that. I was yeah. on there for a minute. Yeah. The loop. It was the loop, and it was like the Raven. They had a couple different ones, but like the loop used to be mad fun. You would, if you enjoyed phone sex, you would have definitely <laughs> enjoyed the loop. And uh, RP fifth grade. I feel Not like that, fifth fifth grade. I was, we were young. I know I was young when it was happening. Young, hoes. I was definitely middle oh. school, early middle school. Oh wow! I mean, you're, you're also older than me, so but like I was definitely. I remember my friend Lakeisha. We was in sixth grade uh, on the loop, and we would be on there. I'm like, my name is Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I would, yeah, I wasn't going to know my name. They wasn't really going to know. But uh, to just touch on your question again, um, aside from the phone sex thing, like we had sex on the first date and it was just like the the connection, the energy, the fire was just, it was just it was there. simmering. Yeah. It was there. It was amazing. So it was very immediate for us, the sexual connection and energy that we had. So there was no awakening because that shit was, it was just busted wide open and yeah. awakened. And we said some bullshit about... No, you said I some said, bullshit. Oh, I said some about, hard, don't, don't embarrass me right now. Let's, let's try to wait. After she, after we had the three, the the, the this phone is before, sex. This is before and before after. The phone sex. It was before and after. I did. It was just a lot it. of bullshit happening. Let's just try to wait a few weeks. I'm like, for sex. Right. It was three yeah. months. Yeah, three I was months. Trying to do ninety days. He was reading the books. Yeah, Not even that because I was actually because I really liked him. I really really liked him, and I am. I liked having sex as well. So it's like 
um, with a lot of my interactions, I would have sex really early on. So I was like, okay, I really like let's this Let's try one. something different. Let's, yeah, let's try something <laughs> different. And like, I was talking to people in my life who are in like really stable relationships from like, from my age to older. And I was like, how long did you wait before you and your you know, significant other had sex? And they were like, everybody was like three months, three months. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Out the window immediately. <laughs> yeah, since we saw like, each other, within yeah. seconds, we knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was just like, fuck. Like, I just at least yeah, wanted was, to try once. I mean, but you do, I remember you did tell me that, you know, about you doing Shambooty's like system program and shit like that. And you were saying that that's how you got your man. Oh, so yeah. You Game of to, Desire. Yes. Do you want to explain some of those practices that you did and, you know, the different things? Because I, I, they're, they're now starting to resurface. <laughs> One of yeah. them, at least people were the talking. The ba- babbing, it's yes. called? Yeah, I definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Do you um, want to explain what that is? Yeah. So it's when you, like, take the juices from your vagina. Coochie and, juice. <laughs> and you, like, dab it on where you put perfume. So, like, your wrist, the back of your neck, behind your ears. And I, so I did that. Um, I had a lot of pineapple juice and pineapples prior to that because I wanted to make sure it was sweet. Um, so I did that. But another thing, which is so funny because you actually did it. Um, you're a good trooper. Uh, she said to try to get them to do like a small exercise with you to get your heart rate up. Because when you when your um, heart rate is up, it like mimics the feelings of having sex because it's like, you know, there's so much more blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you just feel more aroused. So I told him, I was like, okay, I'm doing this squat challenge. So like every time, every like few hours I have to squat for 30 seconds. And I was like, it's time to do it. Will you do it with me? And he's like, what are you talking about? So we just like squatted like right over like- the bar, literally the bar. <laughs> literally people the all bar. the next right over. I'm like, all right, let's fucking it's do it. Yeah, yeah, literally yeah. at the bar. And we're just like hovering over our, our um, seats. But we're like holding each other, holding the squat. And it was just like, oh God, thank you so much. <laughs> but okay, but no, so but it, it worked. And it, it was like, um, it was like something to talk about. Um, it did like get- you know, get us hot, get us a little warm, blood flowing. Um, yeah, and then also like this, the slight touches. Yes. Like when I was going to the bathroom, like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, Breaking that touch, man. Yeah. That's all the signs I needed. A few touches, I'm like, okay, she <laughs> wants to fuck me. She wants to, to fuck. Yeah. She's ready. I didn't learn this from that. Um, I just kind of, just eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's Eye contact is so important, um, especially when you're connecting with someone. Mm-hmm. And for me, eye contact is very easy to have when I like someone. Yes. So um, just like, Giving that eye contact and receiving it, it really went a long way with us. The funny thing with eye contact is I, I try to be more intentional just in general in talking to people because I used to be one of those people who were like, I couldn't fixate on somebody when I was talking to them, just in, in general. And now I try to make sure that I give people eye contact, especially when I'm talking to them. And it's so funny to see how uncomfortable eye contact oh, yeah. makes people like yeah. sometimes when I'm talking to people they're like you just like why are you looking at me I'm like we're talking people I don't be know breaking all the time yeah, you think about you. where do people actually look like your nose like the side of your head a little higher I usually look lower. at people's eyes yeah, yeah. Just, like, yeah or I look at people's mouth usually eyes or mouth when I'm looking at somebody but like how can you not even still like sometimes I'm be talking to people and I'll like see something moving I'm like but I'm gonna come back yeah. you know yeah. I learned that in um, yoga teacher training just listening and eye contact and just like how important it is and we had to do these exercises where we were just like literally had to just stare at each other's eyes and just have conversation it could be anything okay so we did that for like 20 minutes a day for like three months it was like a part of the whole thing 20 minutes we did this so i became very comfortable with eye contact (laughs) so it's just it's really nothing to me at this point 20 minutes okay well i I shouldn't say it's nothing it's it's easy for me yeah that's fair if you guys, I'm going to give you all both an opportunity to answer this. If you had to um, give this chapter of your sex life a title, what would you entitle this chapter? I first thought it was just ready. Just like ready for anything. Down for anything. Just ready. 
ready to fuck, ready to come, ready to make somebody else come, ready for something new. Just ready. That's my cousin, y'all. That's my cousin. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. <laughs> Pleasure and purpose. Yeah. Yeah, like I fully, I feel like I'm fully living in my purpose, which is surrounded with by pleasure. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I like it. So, what would you say for y'all makes sex fun? What makes sex fun? Not taking it serious. Yeah. Yeah, not taking it serious. Not taking it as a okay. Well, I've had sex in three days. I guess you should have some sex. Mm-hmm. Like really being present with it, trying out shit, not being afraid to fumble through things or laugh and just whatever the case is. Yeah, just in pushing your boundaries, yes. pushing whatever your boundaries are, living on that edge. Just explore yeah. new territory. Yeah. Yeah, we decided recently um, that I think we're, right now we're just really burnt out with a lot of just different phases in our life. And so we're just like arguing more. And we're at the point where we're just like, oh, I'm so fucking done arguing. Um, so I literally told him, I was like, how about instead of arguing, we just start fucking? And then he was just like, and I was like, yeah, like just let's just in the midst of it, we'll just like start making out, and we'll probably both resist because we're angry, but let's just start. And then maybe we haven't tried this. We haven't tried it yet. We literally just decided this. We'll let you know how it goes on both sides of the bed. You can check us out. Let me stop. But uh, I'm not stopping at both sides of the bed. Check us out. We and- <laughs> but um, yeah, we decided to try that out and just like see because for us, sex is just very healing. Yes, and it just gives us space to just be like. Okay, now that that's at the way, I now remember I love you. Not more than that, I like you, and you're on my fucking team. You're mm-hmm. my number one player on my mm-hmm. team. Um, so this little petty argument we're having, it's it can be easily dismantled. Like now I'm in a clear space to just let's just hash this out. So that's what we're trying next. Okay. Yeah, when she I first brought it up, how that works? I was like, <laughs> well, that seems like it could be a little problematic, and we're avoiding <laughs> our problems, and maybe we need to talk about it. But knowing how strongly we are sexual beings like we're really sexual beings it seems like maybe that is actually what we need yeah to just clear the slates and and, uh, and connect on that level and realize let's come back to our senses yes <laughs> after a good night let's come back to our senses and realize fuck all that it's like getting to the makeup sex without the argument but even like just the post nut clarity of like yo that was mad stupid instead of spending that time arguing let's just Connect with one another and just remember that connection first. I would, I will be tuning in. I would like to see. How yeah, this goes. I would like to see how it works too. I would Absolutely. like to see how this works. Yeah. A question that I get all the time: Me and my person would like to find a third. Where do we find a third? How do we approach them? What do we do? Do we have to take them out on dates? All of that stuff. One, yes, I think you have to. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. Okay. Um, for us, yes, you have to take them out on dates. You should court them. Yes. Because you're not just asking. You're asking somebody to come into your space, you know, get fucked by you and you, their partner. You're asking to share not just you, but also like yes. they're probably the love of their life. Like you, you and you, you want to know who that person yes. is who's yeah. coming in. You want to um, catch a fucking vibe. Yeah. Yo, catch you want to catch a fucking vibe. Yeah. so important. And yeah, people act like, you know, it's just like, oh, we'll just fuck. It's so fucking awkward <laughs> when somebody you don't know is just in your house. I can imagine a, a complete stranger ringing my bell. We haven't had any real conversation Yo, about what awkward. we want to do. Hey, I'm here. And we sit down. All right. So how do so, we do this? What's your uh, name? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would say like, first things first, if let's say you already have the person, but you don't know what to do, just take them on a date. Like, what, what would you want? If you were in this situation, what would you want if you were just dating just you and one other person? Um, court them, figure out what they like, get to know them, and go from there. 
get to know their kinks, get to know their fantasies. Um, how how connected do they want to be mm-hmm. to this threesome, foursome, or more sum, or whatever it is you're doing? So I would say that's the first step. Well, I would say also finding the person obviously is a big challenge. Mm-hmm. I would is say it? it can be depending on who you are, where you live. Okay, you yeah. know, depending. Try to start in your immediate surroundings. <laughs> Depending. Because people are like, it's so, where do you find threesomes? I'm like, I don't find them. They find me. Like, yeah. I don't really know. But you're exuding <laughs> yeah. that I mean, sexual energy I, on such so a high that's level. Why I, I miss that sometimes. I forget that that piece that like, I'm yeah. very deep. You radiate that. Yeah, yeah, but so. even that, like, how can you, you're, you in Minnesota, who where sex parties aren't the most common thing in the world, how can you exude sexual energies to attract the people that you want to fuck. Listen, it's, it's out there. Yeah. And that energetic connection is so real. Like, be a magnet. Like, yes. I am oozing sexual energy right now. And I want anybody in my path who's attractive and would fuck me good to see it and feel it. That's, yeah, yeah step but, one. And then also start within your circle, if possible. Like, within your friend groups. Within you, who's, you, who's in your friend group mm-hmm. that might be a potential suitor? And who's in your partner's friend group? I mean, we've had conversations like kind of earlier on. It's like, so which of our friends would be fucked? If, you know, and we kind of figured that out. They didn't live. They don't live close enough for that to really be able to happen. But start there. Okay. Maybe there might be somebody who you know might be with it. That's an easier entry into it. If you don't have anybody though, definitely hop on the apps. Hop on the apps, or you know, if you can meet people out. Yes. Yeah, you can meet people out at Very a bar. Easily. Absolutely. Do y'all do y'all meet have y'all met any of your partners out like outside actually met them in public before meeting them like on on a social dating the fuck things and sort? Like, Not organically okay. just out. That's what I want to do next. I'm trying to still learn how to navigate that like cuz I you know I have single man game still in me. <laughs> so I'm learning how to do this couple thing and yes. like go up to people and kind of quickly figure out well, do you eat some pussy or not? <laughs> I need to know that pretty quickly and kind of know how to navigate with them. So I'm still figuring that part out. Yeah, I'm out. figuring that out too. I think it's just a woman who gets approached often and nine times, ten times out of ten, I don't want to be. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So like that's always in the back of my mind. Like, gosh, I don't want to bother this person. Uh, so like that always like prevents me from wanting to be over there. Like, oh, like you're hot. Like, let's see. As a, as a unicorn, um, I know for me it is easier. I like I like for the woman to approach. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, like there's a part of me they be like, this nigga might be lying about his girlfriend being okay with this or some shit. There's always some piece of me that's like he's trying to run game. So for me, I know it's easier. Like when the woman approaches me and we strike a little conversation, she's like, oh, you know, me and my husband, my boyfriend, me and my fiance, whatever the fuck, you know, we thought that you would. And then that's when I'd be like, yeah, look across the room and I'm like, I know what it. What's up? Let's do it. So, you yeah. know, that's that's definitely one tip I usually give to people. Sing it. Sing your lady over. Yeah, don't don't go over time. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I take it all the time. Like, yo, you going to have to handle it. Like, like, she, <laughs> she, opens, <laughs> she opens and I can just close. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come in and ring it on in. We haven't successfully done it yet. But let's challenge ourselves. Let's see. Let's, by the end of summer. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It'll happen. One or two. One or two. Ooh. Yeah. Y'all spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you guys are, we didn't really touch on it, but you guys are in a BDSM dynamic. Right. Um, how important is the the dynamic in your relationship? It's everything. Yeah. I think it's been highlighted, definitely for me, I can't speak for you, but for me, it's been highlighted how important it is now. Because when we got into it, it was, it was during COVID mm-hmm. and like the thick of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, all right, well, we're together all the time and we clearly want to explore this. Let's just do it 24-7. It doesn't make sense to like turn it off in the middle of the day. Nah, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. 
Um, and so in the beginning, it was easier. Mm-hmm. But then as we just continue to be in front of each other's faces all the goddamn time, <laughs> like it's work. Like I it's, love you it's, too. It's, it's, <laughs> I love you That's so much. That's what it sounds like to me. I love you so much. <laughs> but just as we are around each other all the time, like you got to show up. It, it does take work. Like mm-hmm. it, it takes work to show up in my dominance and it takes work for her to show up in her submission. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't feel like being a disciplinarian or checking her on stuff or just doing some of the things that, you know, calls her being creative mm-hmm. and coming up with scenes. Sometimes I don't feel like doing that shit. I want to be lazy today. But you can't necessarily do that. So over time, it got to the point where we started developing bad habits, being around each other all the time. Bad habits like what? Just in terms of being lazy and like not, okay. yeah, not showing up or just being consistent with certain things or communi- like having certain conversations just making sure we're always on point mm-hmm. to the point where more so recently we felt the more of the, the after effects of that to where it was like, okay, yeah, we definitely can't do without this. Like yeah. us not being on point with our shit is fucking up our actual relationship. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's crucial. Yeah, so we're it. finally getting to the point of just managing it better and um, getting to a place where we're Enjoying every aspect of it, just the creativity of it, the um, the annoyances of it, mm-hmm. just all of it, because it's so much that comes with it. It's twenty four seven. It's all day, every day, all the time. I love it. Yeah. And what is your uh, DS dynamic like? What are your your roles in your DS dynamic? Like, what what is your S type and what is your D type? Because th- you're daddy dom. Yeah, I'm a daddy dom. Baby girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, have y'all incorporate actually incorporated like the 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 age regression of the age play of the like baby baby girl roles as well? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I have a conversation. Me age play has come conversations with my mom a lot, and she's like, "I don't get it. Why would somebody want to be a child?" I'm like, "The same reason somebody wants to be a fucking p- pony. Like, right. why not? You yeah. feel you feel pony? Good. Like, be a fucking pony. You want to wear a ponytail or a unicorn or a cat or a dog or a baby? Be a fucking color. Like, do the do the things. She's okay. just naturally very silly and." Playful. And so I love that she can tap into her youthfulness on okay. such a level. Like it makes me feel good. And then like I, I am an actual father. So it kind of pulls father. on yeah, father. Yeah. <laughs> it pulls on like certain parts of me in that way. So I like being able to mix that that nurturing yeah. role and stuff like that. That's really, really dope. What is one non-negotiable in your love life? Hmm. Question. Unnegotiable. Gotta have it. Honesty. Yeah. Communication. Like, we have to talk. But I think even before the communication, like, all right, we might fuck up a communication. It happens. Being the, honest the that honesty. something happened so yeah. that we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And just in what we're doing because we are so open and it's been so beautiful. And there's really no reason why we need to lie. It was like, why the fuck would you lie? Like, if one of us cheated, it's like, you stupid. You didn't have to do Completely that. Unnecessary. Why the fuck are you doing that? We just type a conversation. You would be surprised at the things that people do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah because even like myself, because like, I have bad influence. I'll say that much. There's bad influences around me that, you know, I hear how they moving and. and... You saying your friends suck? I love them. Okay. I love them. No, I but I do have some, some bad influences. And a previous version of myself did some niggeration. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So, like, you know, that was there. And so every once in a while, I'll just have some dumbass thought, like, oh, you know. And I just, like, shut the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are we talking Absolutely not. It's not necessary. And I just know that 
if either of us fucked up that trust, it would completely destroy the rest of it. Even yeah. if we still can manage to stay together, I'm sure we would figure it out, but it just wouldn't be the same because it's so pure and beautiful now. And I really love that about us. That is one of my favorite things about um, the like non-alternative relationships is that most of them are built on this level of like communication and honesty. Let's call a fucking spade a spade. Let's call yeah. it what it is. Let's say what we like. And, and, and a lot of like traditional like vanilla relationships there's this idea that, you know, your your partner is your everything. Your partner has to be your all all the time, and like, that's usually not realistic. And so I like I love the honesty and the openness of just non traditional relationships, whether it's um you know DS relationships, whether it's just you know anything outside of you know monogamy. Let's let's call it what it is because now you're you're off the you're off the the, the track, the normal track, and you kind of have to figure it out for yourself. There's no rule book. You just do do what feels right and, and authentic and comfortable to you. So that's why I really love what you guys are doing. Um, We're going to go into the Let Me Put Y'all On segment of the podcast. And Let Me Put Y'all On is where we talk about something that y'all may or may not know about. So this week, we are putting you guys on to both sides of the bed, the podcast. Do you guys want to talk about that? Yes, yes. absolutely. We're very excited. We're very proud of, of the work we've done. And in, in just these two months, it's still a, a very new baby for yeah. us. Um, a little infant. <laughs> yeah, so still an infant, not even walking yet. But we've been on this little mini tour. We we we, we had y'all on our podcast. Um, go check out the latest episode for that. And um and just feel, being part of the community now, like we really feel like okay, we have a place here. Like our voices are needed, and and we're really excited about what we're doing. And basically, the idea of the show is to have the masculine and feminine perspectives on all things sex and relationships. Mm -hmm in hopes to inspire people to live their fully sexualized selves, whatever that may be for you, figuring out how to do that for yourself. I love it. And I was really excited when you guys were talking about doing the podcast because I was like, we don't get to see, like there's a lot of sex podcasts out there. There's yeah. friends doing the sex podcast. There's, uh, you know, solo podcasters doing the, the sex podcasting thing, but like a couple doing the sex podcasting thing. That was like, that is what I want to see more of because a lot of people, you know, relationships are just a part of a part of life and being able to have the the two different opinions that can come together or actual the real life experience and real life interaction and being able to actually you know give that because i just be giving people you know if it ain't about some solo ho shit i can't help y'all out <laughs> so i'm gonna just give you what i think and 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 also in fine print say oh you might not want to do that but right. like i i that couple's perspective when it comes to the the specifically like the kinky parts of things like i was yeah. really excited to to have that out there as something and i'm really excited it's coming from from black people first yeah. of all because our experiences are just different and 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 the ways that we form community is just different and our communities and the way we play are just d different. So I was really happy to see that. Yeah, it's super dope. I think that um, having it with our our perspective of just not just kink, not just relationships, not just sex, but also love. Yes. And um, figuring out how to connect all those things together, it, it really um, gives a full spectrum mm -hmm. and a full experience because you hear, uh, like you said, like you'll hear two friends talk about it and usually two women or two men. Mm -hmm. And um, to hear both those sides, uh, it really creates more balance in somebody's understanding of what's going on. And when it's the two friends, it's usually coming from your experience and their experience, not our right. experience yeah. together, yeah. which is a completely different conversation yeah. to have. So definitely check out both sides of the bed, the podcast. Where can they find the podcast? You can find us on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube at Both Sides of the Bed. Um, you can also check us out on Instagram at Both Sides of the Bed or hit us up individually. We love to talk.
Yes, and if you are interested in sex and relationship coaching, you can do it with me. Uh, my website is beintimate.com, or you can DM me at Basira underscore underscore on Instagram. We ain't done just yet, y'all. We ain't done just yet, because I got, I got some questions, okay? Okay. So we are going to play a little game, and I'm going to ask a question, and you guys are going to point to the, whether it's you or your partner, you're going to point to the person that this oh, applies. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Who's kinkier? <laughs> okay. A thousand percent him. <laughs> All yes. right. Who's clumsier? Me. A thousand percent me. <laughs> I'll trip on air. Word up. <laughs> Uh, who thinks about food the most? Me, I snack between. <laughs> I was gonna sessions. say me. You? I th- I think we snack equally. Think, we are some strong snackers. But I think only because like my new thing is snacking in between scenes, like or sex. Like I'll will, be yo, in the what's, your, what's your between scene snack? Do you have chips. a go-to? Chocolate or chips? Okay. I prefer the chocolate because it's tastier when he kisses it me. It doesn't smell crazy. Fruit snacks. He will leave me. Fruit snacks. Welch's strawberry. I saw your gushes snacks. over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love some fruit. He snacks. will leave me strapped to the bed, and I'm just like, oh, like what's he doing? Like he's gonna get some crazy toy. Oh my god, about to get spanked. He'll come back with chip breath. I'm like, bro. Oh, vinegar <laughs> chips. Yeah. That's Absolutely. good shit. I love it. Whose idea was the podcast? Both sides of the bed. Him. Yeah, it's been an idea for him for a long time. Even as a solo, you wanted yeah. to do a podcast? Did you want it to be about sex and kink? And yeah, absolutely, because I found myself really diving into the lifestyle and wanting to have conversations, but not necessarily having a bunch of people to talk to it about. And I wanted whoever I spoke to it about to be a woman yes. to offer that different perspective. Okay. He just didn't think it would be this woman. <laughs> get it, get it. You must have been on your best behavior to have summoned her into your life. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Who talks the most? I do. Yes. 100%. <laughs> um, who apologizes first? I do. And the last one is, who said I love you first? I did. Uh, I did. Because it's yeah. Okay. I thought that was a mutual thing. No. I said oh we were God. fucking, and I was just like, oh, no, nah, I love you. Oh, you said it during sex? I just said it during sex, and I meant it. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, we said it together, and it was just like, oh. Because then sex wasn't, like, clouding it. Because yeah. I meant it, but I didn't know, like, how to say it outside of that. So I was just like, he just thinks sex is fine. Let me say it after just so he knows that I mean it. Yeah. We thought that early, too. I felt myself holding back, like, hold on. This is how many days? Six days? Yeah, we said it at three fuck? weeks. Exact three-week mark. Yeah. I, don't, I love you. But, you know, I don't think that that... It's shocking because we don't hear it often, but I don't. I really don't think it's impossible at all. Like mm-hmm. I think it's very. I've I've met people that I didn't know at all, and I'm like, why do I feel so connected to you? Like I feel yeah. like I, so. I very very possible, but it's awesome that you guys met on that level, on that friendship level, and was also able to turn that into like an intimate level and all that stuff. So that's really it's really beautiful that y'all were able to do that mm-hmm. and do that experience together. Now. We are going to add a song to the Fun Sexual Playlist. What is the playlist? It is a list of songs to play to. It is a very sexy playlist. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out on Spotify and Apple Music. The link is also in my bio for the playlist. What song are we adding this week to the Fun Sexual Playlist? Do we get two or one? I'll get y'all two. I'll allow. Got one? Uh, Breathe by Neo. Breathe by Neo. I love that song. Check it out, y'all. What else we got? Handle it? Is that on your playlist yet? Did I put that on? Can you handle it? Is that on there? I don't. That's on. That's on a different playlist. But I, okay. we can add that one to the to I the playlist. So. I love it. Yes. Okay. And before we close out this episode, can you leave the people with an affirmation or a tip or anything that you want people to, you know, know, utilize in their life or anything like that? Yeah, I'll give y'all both an opportunity to say something. Okay. Um, I would say like as far as a tip is learn yourself 
learn yourself. I would say learn yourself first, but even if you're in a, a long-term relationship or any type of relationship, relearn yourself because there's there's a time that there's something that happens when you're in a relationship, especially when it's long-term, where you lose a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's okay because it's, that's your single part um, and you become enmeshed in your partner and it's like everything is you and me and us and you have to relearn yourself. Yes. So relearn your body, like reconnect with yourself, masturbate, touch yourself, caress yourself. That would be my biggest tip is just learn what the fuck you like again. I love it. I'll give you one of each. Uh, my number one thing always, no matter what, is show the fuck up. Show the <laughs> show the fuck up and whatever it is that you wanna do, no half-assing when you with a partner, fully give yourself to that experience, to your partner, to yourself. In all your situations, showing up be tiring though sometimes. It does, but that that <laughs> separates the kids from the adults. You oh, know what I'm saying? Ooh, child. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm just saying. Bring bring all of that. Bring your A game when it comes to that. Um, in terms of affirmation, this one I guess goes more to those who bring the dominant energy and want to live in that. Like I'm a be I'm a beast in the bedroom. Like I know I go into I'm a beast in the bedroom. I'm about to tear this shit up. That's what the fuck I'm talking. Turn me on. We're about to fuck. Oh my fear. Not in the studio. <laughs> Sorry. Not on the couch. I said when we leave here. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much. It has been a long time coming getting y'all yes. here, but we did it. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a resource that I can tap into when I got questions about cameras because mine fucking sucks. Like <laughs> all of that. Thank you. Uh, you know, thank you for taking your time to do this and, and just sharing in this conversation with me. Yes. So thank you for being an inspiration. Like as we, started, right on yeah, as we started doing this, just using you as a reference and just a source for inspiration, you fully living in your truest self. Thanks, y'all. It's, it's been an honor. It's been so helpful in oh. ways you'll probably never know. Oh, I love it. We love you. Uh, do you want to tell people, again, where they can find you guys, any of your information and any other things? Yeah, easiest way to follow us um, and follow everything is on Instagram at both sides of the bed. Uh, we have a link tree that that connect you. Yeah, and again, if you want sex and relationship coaching, I am live. You can check me out at beintimate, b-intimate.com. Um, my link is in my bio at basira underscore underscore. And I am Majesty, a.k.a. The Fun Sexual and all the things. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Fun Sexual. Um, and YouTube, check out The Fun Sexual Podcast if you want to see us. And uh, I have nothing else. So on that one, I'm going to just piece it on out. Piece it on out. Peace.